Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That's just the way it is. Something won't be the same. Changes. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good on that. I feel pretty good about that. So today we're getting oh. into change. And that Lauren doesn't know Tupac as well as she thought. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, the fact that you just know Tupac, period, makes me happy. I meant technically in 80s, like born in 89. And then I was a 90s You're kid. You're such a baby. I know. Right? So, so yeah, you were Don't 90s, be jealous. You, you were a 90s kid. Yes. I was a 90s kid. You know what I mean? Oh, like you were a 90s okay. like kid. I was like a 90s kid. Like I was a teenager in the 90s. Okay. So like. It was one of the most impactful times for music. I am very happy to be the age that I was in the 90s. Oh, it's cool. also really cool because, like, it's coming around. Like, you know how everything kind of comes around? Like, in the 90s, bell bottoms came back for some oh, yeah. stupid I reason. I love bell bottoms. Stop. No, Stop. No, no. So, from a completely, like, aesthetic point of view, <laughs> when you have big hips, mm-hmm. bell bottoms balance them out so you look very curvy without it looking like no no all right so like if you're complaining about having big hips and having to hide it you're living in the perfect time big asses rule right now thank you kim kardashian yeah thank that you. is true and you know? j-lo mm, i'm not a fan i'm puerto rican i can say that i, I can't stand that wait woman. so wait you like kim kardashian's butt better than I, I i do kim kardashian's butt was once described by paris hilton as a trash bag full of cottage cheese yeah. <laughs> so we're we're talking change today, right? Not like changing clothes. Or change, yeah, that well, can be part of it. It can be. It can be. So it's actually the the choice to change. I know it sounds weird. It sounds it almost sounds as weird as the way Lauren is drinking her coffee right now. 
So I blame Joe Joe's cup. If you want to see what that's like, you better be on Patreon. <laughs> it's super awkward, guys. And I'm I'm like, I need caffeine. It's gonna be the most magical thing you'll see. It, it really it's is. Like literally, like it's not round. Okay. And no, then, it's oval. It's a no, it's a weird it's oval a, shape. It's a square. Is it a square? It is a square. It, it is, is a square. square with no clear um what do you call it? No clear corners. So it's super difficult for me to uh, try and partake in my coffee enjoyment. <laughs> I need to get this caffeine in my face. We both do. I'm we're, like, we're like sh- twitching. twitching. We, we are. It, it, I'm, and, I'm, and that has nothing to do with caffeine. <laughs> that's just that's just how we are. It has nothing to do with a brain injury either. It's just how we are. <laughs> so post stroke for me, post um, uh, a traumatic brain injury for Lauren. Like we we both made the 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 choice to do something different, not just to like sit back and be like, well, this is just how this is. And we're going to be coming out from so the idea of change, which is scary as fuck for a lot of people. I don't like change. I'm a control freak. I fear change. Right. Like, what is it? Fear is the pathway to the Sith, right? Like, Uh, exactly. But fear leads to hate. Wait, hate leads to anger. Anger leads to suffering. There you go. It's dope Yoda. There you go. So we're, but we're also going to be exploring today is like the, like when you have to change after you have, when you're in recovery and we're not talking about just physical changes that you're going through that you end up with, but like that mental change in order to recover. But like the difference between when your injury was maybe caused by your lifestyle or some poor choices that you made in the past versus like you didn't get a choice right so we actually have that covered here Mm -hmm. i everything that happened to me like it's like oh my god that's terrible it happened to joe it was my fault it was like i take 100 percent responsibility for my stroke it was all me i was i can yes there are reasons for it i was raised a certain way i was raised not to do certain things i was raised to do certain things it, it was Cool. I, I chose not to go to the doctor as and an adult. Just, and just to put it out there, not all strokes are caused by circumstances or by your own thing. Some are completely medical. Right. Like, right, right. But just Joe's. Was- Mine in particular, my hemorrhagic stroke was caused by high blood pressure. That was all me. I had all the telltale signs. I it was it was willful ignorance. It, it was all me. Lauren, on the other hand, she had no choice in her brain injury. No, I didn't. Some idiot was like, oh, there's a car. I want to hit it really hard. <laughs> Right. I'm assuming that's how that's how it happened. It was more like, oh, there's traffic. Let me just swerve into a lane. And uh oh, there's another car there. <laughs> so, that was basically like I watched this guy run into my car. I saw crazy. him. That's crazy. I saw him driving weird and I had a bad feeling. And so as like I came to a stop and the lane next to me did, I just saw him change lanes and slam into the back of my car. Oh. Like I watched in the rearview mirror. Like, you know, when you're watching a train wreck, I swore, like literally, like, literally you're watching a car wreck. Yeah. And it was like, it was like, now that I think about it, it was almost slow motion where like I could see it coming and I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, man. Did you did you have time to brace yourself or was it just like it's over? Um, I was I had enough time to really slam, like hold. So I hadn't slammed my brakes. I was braked mm-hmm. and I made enough distance between myself and the car in front of me because I had a bad feeling. That you were going to hit that. Yeah. It would have been a double. Yeah. And that's... so when I saw him switch, I had enough time to really press down onto that brake mm-hmm. so I wouldn't go forward. But that was it. Damn, that's yeah. that's rough. Yeah, you had absolutely no control over that. Yep. You know, so that that's that's a difference. That was, that was traumatic <laughs> in more ways than one. Right. That's why I twitch when I. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like after that, like obviously you had to go through um, therapy, and you had to go to doctors, and you had to do all that stuff. Like these are all things that you had to do, but you didn't have to do them. No. And even the things that you chose to do on your own. 
to get your your memory back, to be yeah. able to write again, to yeah. be able to function the way that you normally function. You could have just stayed back and been like, well, this is a horrible thing. Yeah, that it happened is what to me. it is. Like, that's what it's going to be. I guess I'm just going to forget words now. <laughs> I guess I'm just not going to write anymore. Right. I guess I'm not going to be as awesome as I normally am. Oh, I guess that. You know what I mean? But like, you, but yes. you, it was your choice to actually get up, stand up and fight. Yeah. Perseverance, y'all. You got to you got to put that in your back pocket and take it with you because that's literally what's going to see you out through recovery. It is. That's inspiring as hell. Like It, yeah. re- it really is. You know, like the, like I've seen so many people like through um, through physical therapy, through chatting with people online, which has been amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 wait, Operation Brain Buddy Outreach yes, has been pretty successful. You know, it's been really, really successful. So uh, I'd say three fourths of the people I've reached out to have have responded, and like mm-hmm. I had now have a bunch of new brain buddies. That's awesome. Several people have just randomly reached out to me because like I'll put out little stories and be like, "Hey man, reach out to me. I'm really cool. Hey guys, I'm really nice. I love talking to you guys. Like I why, love sharing stories." Why, why you gotta lie to them? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of a jerk. I'm not very nice at all. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, it, it it's been amazing. So like talking to these people, but so like most of them are super super motivated. There's a handful of people who are just like, "Yeah, my life's over." Yeah, everything's hard. It's too difficult. You know, uh, um, th- this happened and now everything is terrible. It's like, that sucks. Like, I-, I agree with that. This happened and everything seems terrible. Mm-hmm. Is everything really terrible? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some some people are like, yeah, but I'm not how I used to be. I'm not able to do the things that I used to. There's some people who unfortunately can't walk. Right. This is like what we talked about where it's like you got to you, you can't keep using where you were before pre-injury as your new yardstick yeah you can't can't use it it's your it's a new normal yes and it doesn't have to be terrible no you know there's acceptance we talked about acceptance a few episodes ago ago. i think we talk about acceptance a lot it's super important (laughs) it is and some you know what i fight it almost daily you know like when i can't do something when i all right. So we, we do um, uh, Felice. I don't know. You guys are familiar with Felice. She's been an occasional co-host when Lauren's traveling the world or just being awesome, as awesome as she is, because she's a renaissance woman and does everything. Um, guys, I don't pay him. No, no. To- you threatened me. So he, you- I haven't beat him yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You heard it. You you heard it. See? See? Guys, he's just earning it. Like, I'm just waiting. I live in fear. Um. So... <laughs> So she throws um uh uh, uh like uh, a game night market, um and it's affiliated with like Airbnb. It's an Airbnb experience, and there's music, and there's games, and there's vendors, and it's like a lot of fun. Um, so so she does that, and I I load up the car with all the stuff, and I run the car, the Carmen Tequila that sponsors the events. So I I loaded up um the car with everything that we needed. I got my dog in there. I forgot her leash. I forgot oh. Stella's leash. I left it right outside in the little thing. The little mm-hmm. wooden thing outside mm-hmm. and I left it there so I was driving to the event and like halfway there I'm like I forgot something and, and I went through my head no I got that I got mm-hmm. the games got the equipment got the the the, the PA system they got all this and that and I was like Stella's leash I think I left it on the thing and I remember putting everything in except that I didn't have the memory of me putting it in mm-hmm. and then you know uh, uh sleep another co-host when we were in um uh, a guest co-host when we were in Coachella yeah um asleep I was like hey can you take a look and he sent a picture of it outside and I was like Joe you moron idiots you just you're the dumbest person in the world I was like super mean to myself yeah that was like a like little infraction tiny <sighs> Reaction. reaction yeah but but sleep broke it down he's like dude you remember yeah you actually remembered before you even got out of the car you remember on the way so i was like yeah, yeah thanks man win. i appreciate that so it was a win. 
I have to make a choice. Speaking of change, I have to change that because it's not healthy. Yeah, I was going to ask you. So going back to you, right? You're um, (laughs) he's doing thumbs. (laughs) Me. All about me. Right. Who is that? Right? <laughs> it was Julia Roberts on the family guy. They made fun yes, of it. Yes, yes. They're like yes. Julia Roberts accepting a speech. She gets up there. <gasps> Me. <laughs> <laughs> but talking about change. So before we get into where we are today and the changes we have to make today, um, especially for someone who um, who life choices affected their injury. Right. right. When did you realize that you had to make a change for better or worse? I was in a hospital. This is this is what's crazy and fortunate. Yeah. I, I was in a hospital and I had just woken up from a, a brain surgery, I guess you could say that. I don't really have a lot of memories. Mm-hmm. I just remember one day I'm at Felisa's show with a terrible headache. And then the next day I'm being escorted into a shower. I you know what I mean? like yeah. it was crazy to me. It's like a time jump. You're just literally like, wait, what? It is. It was like quantum leap. Yeah. You know, I, I wasn't in my own body because I was like 30 pounds lighter. I, I was frail. I couldn't mm-hmm. move. It, it was it was a lot, you know, and then thinking about, about like how, how I got there. Passed? Is that about a month um, for, before? Like, I don't remember the first couple of weeks. Right. Really? I, I don't remember getting to the hospital. I don't remember the emergency room. Right. I don't remember any surgeries. Obviously, I think I remember the ass end of me being in the hospital, which is like week three, okay. maybe. And then, you know, the crazy wander I went yeah. on and everything. So, like, I remember like just patches of time. It's like memento. Yeah. It's like little things. But then, you know, when I got home, I think is when, like, everything kicked in because, like, I started to kind of be a little bit more myself. Right. And then I realized everything that happened to me was all my faults. The stress, the anxiety, the depression. The depression isn't, I can't, people get depressed. It's not, it's my, it's your fault you're depressed. No, it was my fault that I wasn't able to process certain things. And I constantly let the same things happen and get to me. And I did nothing different. That's, that's where I take blame. But, like, the, the depression hit and all of those things. And I needed to do something about it. So I, I it was radical acceptance that mm. I had a stroke. I can't move the way that I used to. So I have to use a cane. Fuck's sake. Oh, my God. I hated that cane. Yeah, I know. Oh, you told me. I, I refused to use it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I did. Don't do that if you're out there. Like, if you need listen it, use it now. Therapist, guys. Please. Like, please. do that. Don't listen to Joe. Joe's an idiot. Yeah, Joe is not a doctor. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Neither so, am I. So I, I tried um, really hard to accept it. And then. I knew I had to do something different. So mm-hmm. I knew I was never able to like meditate beforehand, but I was like, this is a new me and I don't ever want to be in a hospital bed again. Right. So I did. I changed. I changed the way that I ate. I changed the way that I thought I changed every, fundamentally changed everything about my life. And how hard was that for you? It's it's an everyday struggle. Hey, you talk about uh, um, Tupac. We yeah. answered it. With, now we're talking Biggie. It's an <laughs> everyday struggle. Um, so. <laughs> It, it really We're going is. West Coast, East Coast, y'all. Because I went 39 years of my life yeah. living a certain way. Yeah. It's only been two years where I'm Joe 2.0. Right. I still have those those same draws and tendencies. Like I still go dark really quickly. Like when I forget a leash. Mm-hmm. Something so it's small on, on the large scale. It's yeah. like this insignificant grain of sand in this giant world. But to me, it's everything in the right. moment. You know, it's also like one of the little things you can control. Exactly. And I don't feel like I, especially early on, that I had any control of anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't have control of the way that I walked. Yeah. I needed assistance walking. When what I was is- in the hospital, I needed assistance getting into a shower. I remember it was one of the memories I do have. I was like naked sitting down on a chair because I couldn't stand really. Mm-hmm. And then like some lady would pop in and she'd be like, are you okay? All right, cover up real quick. And then like I would put a towel over my goods 
and she would come in and like help me and sponge bath like like just make sure like i was wet in the right spots and get the soap off of me and i'm like i i it was so it was a shock to my system i'm sure you know because i fancy myself pretty damn good athlete you know and i couldn't even bathe myself at Mm -hmm. the time so that's radical acceptance right there and i guess the change that like i chose to make a change because i never wanted to go through that again Right. So I wanted to that do, was like your low, it, your, it your was. low of your life. It, it was it was it was literally life changing. It was life giving, not life changing. It was life giving. It mm-hmm. gave me my life because I you could have died. I, I could have. I could have. I, I think the 39 years that I lived, I'm doing quote fingers. Mm-hmm. I didn't really live. Mm-hmm. I, I was alive. Existing. I was existing. That's perfect. That's perfect. I was existing. I didn't truly live up until the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like now I actually feel like, oh, this is what life is. Life isn't about just making it to the next day. It's about enjoying the moments in life. It's growing as a person. It's connecting with other people. Mm-hmm. It, it's that I think that's what life is. It's all about growth. And yeah. I didn't have any growth. I was just stagnant. I, I did everything in my power just to get like those seconds of joy. Of gratification. Yeah. Like that. With disgusting food, horrible relationships. You know what I mean? It yeah. was just like, oh, well, I, I had that one moment of happiness. That's all that I need. That'll carry me for the next two days. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm feeling depressed. Let me get a McRib. You always talk about that. I love the McRib. Oh, my God. That just sounds awful. I don't think I've ever had one in my life. Oh, Lauren, it's disgusting, (laughs) but it's so good. (laughs) It's it's so good. Um, So, yeah, so I I, I changed everything. I, I like literally everything. So what were some of the repercussions you had to that? big radical change I, I lost a lot of contact with a lot of people mm-hmm. and that's it's it crushes me today that's one of the biggest struggles is I don't really spend a whole lot of time with my family anymore I love my family I, and it's not like I had a very large family I had two yeah. members you know I have, I have my mom and my sister but um it, it's hard for me to be around that because they've known me a certain way for 39 years that's just who Joe is right this is this is new Joe yeah I, I'm a you're a brand new person. new person yeah. they haven't gotten to know that person yet or they don't want to well yeah yeah so that they're not ready just like i'm not ready to just continue doing what i used to do right i i, I can't it's not good for me it's not healthy yeah and so like i i don't have as much contact and that that's that's hurtful for me but it wasn't healthy for me yeah it, it really wasn't you know and uh, yes i've changed i've changed for the better mm-hmm. and like if you just look at it on paper mm-hmm it's this is the right thing to do right this is the right thing to do for my health so i would appreciate others to do that as well Mm -hmm. you know and it's just really really difficult that other people don't don't make that decision yeah that they just do this thing and it's like well you're harming yourself you're not putting yourself in the best position to to live and to be here for a long period of time and you're not putting yourself in the best position to like be to help me in my recovery and that's unfortunate you know but on the flip side of that, I've gained um, so many new family members, mm-hmm. you know, in you mm-hmm. in a lot of my survivor friends from mm-hmm. literally all over the world, mm-hmm. which is amazing. I, I have one of my closest friends is my friend, Rihanna. I talk about her a lot. Right. She is has been such a huge part of my recovery. Oh, yeah. She's awesome. And she'll send me messages. I'm like, oh, my God, you're so cool. She is. She's I literally she is, is is an incredible and person. I love her hair. Rihanna, I know you're listening. Your hair is so dope. Oh, yeah. It's blue now. I go know it was to pink. pink. Go and back then to pink. I actually like the pink. Hair. Yeah. See, see, neuro, <laughs> neuro nerds have spoken. So so I, I even though like I've lost a tremendous amount, I think I've gained 
so much more. Right. You know, the the um, deficits are outweighed by the positives. Right. You know, like I again, I, I've lived more life in the last two years than I did in 39 years prior. Well, because what ends up happening is when you start looking at and kind of breaking down, like what is good for you? What isn't good for you? You know, we're always taught, you know, blood is thicker than water and everything like that. And it's true. Like if you can hang on to your family, that that's who they are at the end of the day and whatever. But a lot of us, you know, we don't always have the best uh, family or people in it. You know, um, I'm really blessed. I'm, I have an amazing relationship with my parents and my brother. Like we're all super tight. You're very attractive parents. Yes. <laughs> my, my parents are pretty good. But, um, you know, with some of my extended family, I I don't have anything to do with some of them because they don't agree with some of my choices or what I've done with my life. Oh, they don't want to see your ass on Instagram. No, this is when I have um, <laughs> one of my Mexican aunts who has straight up called me a whore what? What? for being a pole dancer. OK, so for, for those of you who don't know Lauren, Lauren teaches pole. Yes. She's a pole dancer. She teaches belly dance. Mm-hmm. She teaches twerk. Work. She, martial arts. Martial arts. She, she's literally, she's a Renaissance woman. But as for whore, you are <laughs> so far removed <laughs> from that word. Yeah, I know. Lauren is one of the sweetest, kindest, oh you know, professional people yeah. ever. <laughs> like the, the word whore, it, that's not even in your, your vortex. That's well, nowhere and, near you. And, and see, for me personally, I don't really have, neg- I, I'm like when people call it, like say whore, I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Fuck you. Like, it's about <laughs> you, not me. Right. So, but it's, you know, I have family that just don't agree. And I'm like, fine. And the hilarious part is my biggest fans about me being pole dancer is my 84 year old Latino grandfather, my dad, who comes to every competition, as long as it's not the exotic competition, because he's like, <laughs> you can be a badass, just not a sexy badass. Right. It's a good point. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Um, and some of my great aunts and uncles who didn't go to my last competition, but my grandfather told him about it. Now they all want to come to my That's competition. Amazing. Right. So it's I actually have less problems with like my immediate Latino family than I do with like either my white family or like my aunt who lives abroad. Now, again, no one really likes my aunt abroad. Mm, There's a reason. Yeah, there is. Like she literally declared she's like, no one wants to hang out with me. And my grandfather's like, well, if you're mean to everyone, no one wants to hang out. Right. Right? But on that thing, it's like, you know, you got to cut out things that are not good for you that are toxic. And unfortunately, when you decide to make a radical change in your life or to follow a path that's not necessarily the, the normal path, you're going to have people that are coming from places of fear for themselves. And they're going to be, um, what's that called when you... It's projecting. Uh, yeah, they're projecting on you. So like with my aunt, I know it. it's all about her-ish. I don't know what it is, whether... Because I know she needs therapy, but she's never gone. <laughs> she's bitter. She's got issues. She's in her 60s. I get it. So she's projecting on me and I'm like, you know what? It's about you, not me. We're right. cool, right? But same thing when you're in recovery and you decide to make a radical change to, for your health. You change the way you eat. You might be going to the gym. You might find religion. You might lose religion. Right. You might, you know, decide to take a different path. And if your family is not on board and or not open and receptive to you doing what you need to do, unfortunately, that becomes a casualty a lot of times in recovery is you end up losing friends and family who don't want to basically level up with you or give you the space to level up. Mm-hmm. Right. You okay there? Yeah. yeah no, it's a lot, yeah. you know, but like it, it's, it's hard. None of this is easy. No, none we're, of this is going through this. Is It's not just for us though. It, like, it's so hard on our friends and family. Yes. It's so hard on my significant other. Because you're demanding changes that affect those people around you. It's so much. And I'm so thankful for the people that have like, 
fought through it. You yeah. know, like uh, I, I drive was crazy, but yes. I wouldn't be here <laughs> w- without her. Yes. And I understand the stress it puts on her, you know, but then, you know, on the flip side, like she puts a lot of stress on me and we just have to figure out that balance, balance. you know, uh, some people just can't take any of that. I just want or, it to be how it was. Or people just aren't ready. You're right. 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 Pe- people need their time. So that that's fine. I have my time and my time is now. I, I don't want to waste any more of it. So like I'm moving forward. You take your time. And when you're ready, I'm right here. That's like when you have to be your own hero again and your own advocate. Yeah. Again, find your favorite superhero or I'm looking at Boba Fett right now. Be Boba Fett who doesn't give a shit. Okay? <laughs> just, stay, as, just stay away from that Sarlacc pit. I was pit. about to say stay away from the Sarlacc <laughs> pit. Uh, so look at us. One brain. Um, but. Like that's when you, you know, make sure that you're ready and you have your own support system. But sometimes you have to say, all right, you don't want to change. You don't want to come along for the ride. That's fine. But I can't have you be a part of my recovery and my life until you can match like my my vibration. Like you can't you don't have to help me Mm -hmm. along my recovery. But you can't hinder me. Right. Like you can't. You can I can't be neutral do that. or positive. You can't be negative. Yeah, it, exactly. And and here's the thing. I get this a lot. Things aren't always good. Yes. Things aren't always positive. Yes. There are bad things that happen. Absolutely. I agree with that wholeheartedly. But it's not always that. That's not everything. Now you always have a choice. This horrible thing happened to me. I can dwell on it the rest of my life. And people will be like, well, yeah, that did suck. You know, I get it. Or I can say, yeah, that's terrible. I'm going to move past it. I'm going to grow past it. I'm going to be bigger and better than it. That's what I choose to do. And what, you know, the same thing when you have something happen to you. So if you have a stroke, you have a concussion, you have a traumatic brain injury, something, or, you know, you get in a car accident, you have a divorce, break up something, right? You, you're allowed to mourn. You actually have to mourn in order to recover and to move on. You have to mourn. You have to have that period Mourn what you had, mourn what happened, uh, where you were, where you are now, where you were going to have to go. But then you got to like limit that. You you can have a pity party, right? And it I say pity be... party without judgment, right? right? Like it's not like oh, you're having a pity party. It's more like, no, no, have your pity party. You have to or else you will never move on. Right. And but then you have but to make that choice. Move on. Yes. That's the thing. Then move on. At a, yes. at a, at a both, like you have every right to be pissed off at the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I mean, that. I didn't choose to have a break. Look, look, you're, you're an uncomfortable genius. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And to have some of that taken away through no fault of your own. Yeah. You didn't do anything stupid. Right. You did everything right. He's going to work. And then this moron yeah. ruined everything in that moment. He changed fundamentally the way you live your life. Yes, very much so. You had you had no choice in that. Yeah. You have every right to be bitter, angry, and nasty, and you're not. Yeah. You know, and I think that's beautiful. And that's inspiring as hell. Thank you. Like it really that was is. hard, but yes. It it, it 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 seriously it, it must be so difficult. For me, it always comes back to, yeah, I have these deficits. I have this short-term memory issue. I have this fucking disturbing case of PTSD. Mm-hmm. I have tremors in my right hand. It sucks to write sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you did that, idiot. <laughs> yes, I was raised Catholic. <laughs> yes, I was raised not to talk about anything, just mm-hmm. shove it down. Yes, I was raised not to go to the doctor. Yep. These are things. Oh, you're Latino. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but at a certain certain point, I'm an adult. Yeah. Like, you have to now seek out information. You yes. have to seek out. You have to look at things and be like, yeah, this isn't normal. You don't get a pass to be woefully ignorant. You don't. You don't. And once you're 18, you're legal. You're an yes, adult now, you know. So I was 39. I never went to doctors. It's not normal to feel a certain way 
and then just be sick for a week and then it gets too extreme and then you go to the emergency room and they patch you up and then send you on your way. That's not normal. I didn't know what urgent care was. I didn't know what that was. It's amazing. I didn't know that was a thing. And it makes so much sense if you just like lay it out. It's like, oh, yeah, it's it's the in between a doctor's appointment and the emergency room. Mm-hmm. You just go because it's urgent, mm-hmm. but it's not an emergency. An emergency. Yeah, it's ju- it makes so much sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I didn't know these things. I should have sought that information out. My family didn't know this, these things because mm-hmm. we grew up super poor. Right. We just grew up not going to doctors, living mm-hmm. in fear. But I, I, I needed to grow past that. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't seek out this stuff because I wasn't ready. You know, I, right. I I didn't know how to. I had no guidance. It's kind of like you don't want to go to the doctor because if there is something wrong, right? You don't want to know that there's which something is wrong. the craziest yeah. thing in the world. It's very um, what the counterintuitive. It's <laughs> yeah, it's like where you're like, oh, I think something's wrong, but I don't want to go to the doctor and have them tell me something's wrong so I can handle it now. Right, right? It, that makes no sense. But a lot of people think that way, and well, I get it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fear. Yeah. Fear, fear rules. Yeah, fear. fear it will dominate over so like a uh, uh, um sense any day. Yes. You know, the reality doesn't mean anything because fear is correct. Yeah. You know, uh, uh fear is, oh my god. I lived in fear my entire life. I get it, you know? But I chose to be better than that. I mm-hmm. chose to move past that. You know what fear stands for? This is one that if my, I think my mom gave this to me. I, I don't. Uh, false evidence appearing real. Real. Yes. Yes. And it's absolutely false evidence. So all this, mm-hmm. all of this fear that I had was fake. Mm-hmm. All of it. Well, the doctor's going to tell me I'm sick. No, the doctor's going to tell you you're sick if you're sick. Yes. And if you're sick, he's going to tell you how to get better. Yes. That's his job. That's yeah. what he does. That's why he went to school. Right. Don't be Dr. Google. Okay. Oh, no, because everything's cancer. Uh, don't yeah. don't go down the WebMD rabbit hole. My friend, she was in school. This is if anyone's a med student out there or pre-med. There's a there's a stage that goes when you're studying that when you're going through this, your basics or whatever, and you're looking through everything. That's when they think they have every like dread disease on the face. My friend, my roommate came in when one day and she's like, I think I have bubonic plague. Holy Jesus. And I was like, <laughs> well, it's technically not eradicated, but I'm pretty sure you don't have bubonic plague. Percentages say you yeah. might just have the flu. Well, the other one was she came in one day as well and she swore she had AIDS, HIV and AIDS. And I was like, oh, OK. And she's like, will you go with me to go get tested? <laughs> So I went with her to the the student health office to get tested. And so what they do is they give you um, an interview, right, to see your risk factors and stuff like that. So I literally sat there and the guys just asked me all these questions. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. And he's like, okay, so you have absolutely zero risk factors. So why are you here? Yeah, that's what he literally (laughs) said. So why do you want the test? And I said, because my friend's freaking out that she has it because she's in med school or in uh, pre-med. And uh, she was too scared to come by herself. And he looked at me. He's like. You're, really, You're good really good friend. Yeah, absolutely. I was, like, I was like, yeah, just give me the swab, dude. Absolutely. That's, you know. Yeah, so if your friend's freaking out, go 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 get tested for shit with them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can tell them that, like, it's irrational, but yeah. it's irrational, so they're not going to listen. Especially if you're in college or something and you have um, in campus healthcare, they have mm-hmm. all those testings there. Um, but yeah, like if you, if you swear you have bubonic plague, I yeah. mean like, go get it. Yeah, go, go, get go, yeah. Hey, go get it checked. Maybe you do. Yeah. Maybe you're the one in a billion. <laughs> I mean, like seriously, things are coming back, y'all. So hey, that's that, that's very true. But yeah, like you have to want to make change. So I used to. Um, I'm actually I'm writing a blog right now Aww, about. I'm I, proud I, of you I haven't that blogged in a while. Writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'm doing the damn thing. So yeah. like it's 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 been really really difficult. But 
So the one I'm doing right now is helping myself through helping others. Ooh. And I know that sounds awesome, mm-hmm. but like the whole first half is terrible because I was super depressed beforehand. I would help people yeah. to get the joy of the self-gratification. Them. Of yep. them. Mm-hmm. So I was using them to make myself feel better. Yep. It's like, hey, I helped that person out of a jam. That's great. I'm doing well. No, I'm doing horribly. Like I, I'm like a, a passenger in their life as mm-hmm. opposed to just being the captain of mine. Right. So that, that that's what I'm going through right now. And and it's it's but I've, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of change. Yes. So like I'm changing that and I've changed that. That's one of the biggest changes. I, I'm, I've always been a helper always now. But I was helping you so you would help me feel better yes. through living and doing the things that I should be doing myself, but I can't. So I'm yes. living vicariously through you. Yes. That's not healthy. No. You have to make sure you're in a good place. So now when I help people, it's incredible. If you're kind of having a hard time connecting to that, um, think about it this way. It's like cheerleader parents or, you know, where they live their life through their child. Right. I always right? wanted to be a cheerleader. Now right. my girl's a cheerleader. Exactly. I'm living the best life. Or a gymnast and they're, or, you know, an athlete and they're like pushing and pushing and not listening to their kid because what's happening is they're putting their dreams upon their child. Like that's the right. kind of same thing, a little different, but same thing. No, it's like, absolutely. It was the same kind of thing. It's yeah. like, I'm living through the people that I'm helping. Yeah. Yay. I'm really living. No, I, I, I wasn't. So now when I help somebody, it's amazing because I'm, I'm healthy. Yes. Mentally, I'm the most healthy I've ever been in my life. So I'm in a good place. Yes. And now I can actually truly help somebody. Yes. Like I, I want them to be in a good place like I am, as opposed to before was like, I want you to be in a good place so I can feel how good that feels through you. Right. And it's horrible. It's such a broken way of thinking. Yeah. But, it, it, you know, it is uh, important to recognize. That it, it is. And I, and I couldn't because it you know, like I had irrational thinking. Well, and the same thing is if you're too close to a situation, you can't always recognize things. So it's, it's always true. good to check in with like if you have a doctor, if you have a therapist, a trusted friend and kind of get a little perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. And it doesn't have to be like, can you analyze my life really quick? Right. Right? <laughs> you know, it could be innocuous. Hey, hey, barista at Intelligentsia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me unload this on you real quick. <laughs> Intelligentsia sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> we love your coffee. Yes. No, that coffee was bomb. Yeah. Really black good. Cat. <laughs> um, but so now if you're like me, you're you're someone where you had an injury that was not of your choice at all you don't really have an option of whether or not that you're going to make life changes like this is where life goes kabam, right change right and you know it doesn't you know some of us sometimes might look at it as like oh is this like cosmic punishment or karma for something right. It's weird right? right right like you're like this is something out of my control and it's not like it, it the hard part is when you have to balance out that you're a victim mm-hmm. of something but don't be a victim. Don't be a victim. Right? right, right. So like I was a victim of a car accident, victim of circumstance out of my control. Um, now a victim of my brain not functioning the way it's supposed to. So Joe's right. I could have sat there and wallowed for years. You could still be doing it. You could, oh, oh, I could still oh, what do was it. me? Yeah. Oh, what was me? Like I said, have a pity party. Right. Um, and again, with recovery, you know, you think you like, especially if you had a concussion, you know, the physical stuff goes away after about three months, like everything, your, your hormones have recalibrated, your, your, um, the swelling has gone down, all that you're good. And then the, the psychological stuff, not everyone gets uh, post concussion, but those of us that do it's, fucking sucks. It's not fun. Right. Cause suddenly, you know, I have anxiety. I'm like, Oh my God, I, what did I do to right. earn the, fucking the, anxiety? The, the greatest ass kicker in the world is yeah. anxious. Yes. Which is absolutely. Like if I'm walking horrible. through a dark alley with anybody, it's going to be Lauren. <laughs> And I'm walking through that alley 
arrogantly. <laughs> I'm waving money. I'm talking shit. I'm not worried because I got Lauren with well, me. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run the other way. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but so there, you know, you could, I could literally have just spent time going, woe is me. And I, I had my pity party when I developed all this stuff because I was like, I didn't do anything. Right. And it's like, why? You know, I didn't have my whole like some people have a crisis of faith. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that. So luckily, I didn't I didn't start questioning like God or the world or the universe saying, why? Why is this doing it? Why is that happening to me? Right. Um, Because at at some point I just had to be like, well, you know, we talked about this. I was like, okay, well, this is it. You're right. It doesn't matter why. Yeah. It, it happened. happened. Like, it's cool to know why if yeah. there's a reason. But yeah. sometimes, hey, it, it doesn't change. Or you're not supposed to know the reason. Right. right? Which that's hard. Which that's sucks. very hard for Which me. Sucks. That's very you know? hard for me. But that's when because Joe asked me about making the change. And I was like, I didn't have a choice. You're I right. had to. Right. And he's like, well, you could have wallowed. I'm like, no, I couldn't have. But that's just me. That's that's, that's why me. you're awesome, though. That's why you're doing so well. And that's why you're kicking this ass. You know, yeah. there's so many people out there who will talk about this 50 years from now. Yeah. You know? It takes a while and it's it can be really hard. Um, and the, again, this is why, like when I met Joe and that's when we connected. And I remember we, I think it was at the night we met at this dinner. I was like and we were talking about like, oh, we should connect and we should do stuff. And I was like, dude, we should do like a YouTube video about this. Yeah. Right. So the YouTube video turned into this. Yeah. Yeah. It, look, it, it's it's crazy how we, we connected over this. It was weird. Yeah, it, it, was, it weird. was very it was very kismet. It was, it was very strange for me because I I had been at it longer, uh, yeah. about a year yeah. for, for me. And I hadn't talked to anybody within 30 years of my own age. And right. in talking to you, I was like, oh, and it's it's weird because you got it. Yeah. Like, it, it's, no, like he said it. And I like look at him. I was like, yeah. And he and I remember his eyes kind of got wide. He's like, I'm sorry, what? But yeah. Like, like wait, you, you understand what I'm saying? It's It's like speaking your native tongue yes. in a foreign land. Yes. And you actually get to speak. The language that you grew up speaking like you you got it and it meant the world like it was such an amazing moment for it's me it's refreshing it was you know? it was it, it, it was it was great everybody should find a lauren <laughs> but but don't don't let him beat you like she beats me guys i know this is again we come a running gag but just as a display i don't i have yet to hit this guy once no no, no she just threatens me with violence <laughs> I'm having like an office moment where it's like where you just stare at the camera. Yeah, you got the, I'm, the, I'm, the gym. I'm channeling Aubrey Plaza. Like, <laughs> you know her her um, Instagram handle or her Twitter handle? It's Evil Hag. Oh my god, I love that. Is that perfect? That's amazing. Um, oh, Aubrey Plaza, who had a stroke. Yeah. If anybody knows Aubrey Plaza, send her our way because we love her. Also, I'm Puerto Rican. She's half Puerto Rican. Uh, I'm Latina. Let's we, let's go with that. <laughs> so, so yeah, it, it's the choice to make change. Like it's it's up to us, you know. And there's some people out there. So I, I I've mentioned the Stromies. They've been on the show um uh, before, and I love the Stromies. Mm-hmm. Stromie Sarah, who's been a huge part of my support system, uh, she hit me up, and we have like the same heart and this like the, we want to help people so badly. And there was somebody, you know, obviously I'm not going to name names, um, but uh, they had this thing. What are you thankful for after your stroke? And then somebody said absolutely nothing. And she was like, you know, I'm trying to reach this person, I'm trying to connect and get them to understand life is beautiful, you know? So she hit me up. I hit up that person. We started talking and we got like on a really good place. A lot of people just need like a community. Right. But she also like there's people out there who just need to look at something and say, hey, no matter what, I'm going to make this work. And the more you do that, the more people you're going to connect with that have that mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be in a good place. Before you can actually meet other people who are in a yes. good place. If you're in a negative space, you're going to surround yourself with negative people. Well, and it has to be when you're ready. So yeah. sometimes when if you're a helper and um, like Joe 
and we've had conversations <laughs> like this where like you want to do everything you can to help someone, but you have to be ready you to do. accept help. You do. And if you're not ready, that's okay. It's so that's, hard. But it's so hard as someone who wants to help. It's a lesson I had to learn as an as a teacher. Like you can only do so much. It's so right? hard with with when the, the people are like friends yep. and family because it's like I, I can I can help you. You're like I want to shake you, right? But you can't do anything. You can't because you end up hurting yourself so, and and it, damaging whatever relationship you might still have with that person because they're like I don't want it. I'm not ready. Don't push me. Absolutely, absolutely. Like I I, I feel that you know. Mm-hmm. And and my new way of thinking is well, old way of thinking is no no no. You just keep pushing. <laughs> you just you just for you, they'll get it because you're right because you're going to force it upon them right and that makes no sense it yeah. has to be a willful choice and you know the best way to do it especially if you're um if you're not a if you're listening to us and you're like a caregiver other than just having patience it's also helping lead by example right absolutely so and and if if you're uh if you are in recovery um that's another way is to lead by example for the fan so if you want to encourage your friends and family or people in your like circle make changes in their life, you can't force it. It's like when you have like um, people beating you over the head with something. I Okay, let's be real. I'm a Taurus. People tell me to do things. I'm oh not my God, she'll do the opposite because yeah. Lauren's a jerk. Yeah, I'm like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> oh, hell no. Like the more and the more and more people tell me to do something, like my mom quickly learned when I was little, the more she told me to do something, the less I would do it. So, um, so when, so I understand that, like, if someone's coming at me and be like, you need to make a change and you need to do this, especially if you use the word need, I'm all like, whoa, 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 slow your roll, dude, slow your roll. Right. So the best thing you can do is. Lauren's like, hold my beer and watch me do nothing. Yeah, literally here. (laughs) Right. So like when Joe's telling me, like, I I think it was back back with Black Panther Panther. when he was like, you need to go see this. This is before he really knew about you don't tell Lauren what to do. Wow. That was a shock to my system because you had mentioned it and I'm like, it can't be that bad. It's that bad. I literally did not see it for two months because I was like, Out of spite. Yes. (laughs) Out of spite. Don't tell me what to do. It was so crazy. I was like, have you seen it? No. No. I was like, are you going to see it? No. And so he would text me about it and I was like, dude, seriously, stop. Like, I I think, I think that's when the abuse started. (laughs) But so that's where you got to get to the point where it's like you can want the best for someone, but they have to want it. it so it, that's, you got to live. Lauren, that's so hard. Yeah. It's, I, I, I struggle with it even today. But what you got to do, this comes to boundaries. It, it's, so yes. A lot of caregivers, a lot of quote unquote helpers and people who like to give, we forget about boundaries, either our own boundaries or the other person's. Right. So you have to, one, respect the other person's boundaries. Right. So like. If they're not, if they don't want to accept help, you can't keep beating on that door. It's their life. Yeah. And you're not being respectful. Right. right? And so, you know, even if like, you know, like, again, if it's a child, that's something different. Okay. No, no, no. There, there's a, there, but there's adults that act like yes, children. That's you just, true. but bottom line, they're adults. Yes. And you have to just let them live their nonsense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The only thing you can do is like, if you imagine like, if you guys are in like, if, like neighbors, like not actual neighbors, but like neighbors in life. You know, let them have their little Eeyore cloud right. or whatever's going on. And you just kind of live in your sunlight. And so that they can peek over from their rain cloud and see like, hey, they're doing OK. Right. And maybe you can help inspire them to step out from their rain cloud. That, that's that's the hope. Yeah. So before I would be very forceful with my help. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, this is how it works. It's so good. But yeah, now it, it, it didn't do anything. No. It did nothing. It did the opposite. So mm-hmm. not only am I not helping the person because they really don't want to be helped in that moment or in that way. Right. I, I'm hindering my progress. I'm now in a mood. Now I'm now stuck 
in this vortex trying to help somebody who doesn't want to be helped. Yes. And now I'm stuck doing that. Yes. I'm not growing. No. I'm now stagnant. Well, or, and beyond that, especially if you were pre-stroke where you were attaching, and even now, attaching your self-worth and your self-esteem to your ability to help someone. Right, right. So now not only are they, you're wasting energy and time, they're resenting you, but there goes your self-esteem as you, not just a, a negative vortex, you're actually like swirling down. Right, 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 right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm helping no one. No, no, I, I'm you're, hindering you're harming everyone. I, right, I'm harming everyone, yeah. even friends and family, people who are close to me, because now I'm in a mood. I can't take, I have this negative energy that's just blasting out into other people. I'm ruining their days. I'm slowing down everyone's progress. You know, I, I, but I've, I've chosen. And none of us need that responsibility. No, no, <laughs> at all. So like I, the, one of the biggest uh, changes I've made is let people be people. People yeah. are adults. They can make their own decisions. So like with, with, with family, it's very difficult. Yes. With close friends, it's very difficult, but we're all adults. Yeah. We make these decisions. I easily could have just been like, eh, it's fine. I'm yeah. just going to do the exact same things. I didn't. I meditate every day. Yeah. I eat right. Like I, I, you know get the blood going. I'm not mm-hmm. stagnant. I'm super positive for the most part. You know, I'm work in progress like yep. the rest of us. I have my days, unfortunately, like I've had a few of late, but I'm doing my best to fight through that. You yes. know, other people, they're, they're people. If mm-hmm. you want help, I am here. And we like you, you guys out there, anybody that's listening and several of you have actually reached out to me and said, yes. you know, you mentioned community and like, yep. I, like, I love that. Yes, I am here. For you guys, the neuro nerds, we are always here to help, right? Yeah, and then like someone reached out to me. I'm not going to say his name. It was a private uh, Facebook message where mm-hmm. it's like I didn't realize it was in my other inbox. It's weird. Yeah, but it was a, another guy who um, like I liked his first thing. He goes, hi, Lauren, disclaimer, I'm not attempting to diagnose you. But so I was like, <laughs> I appreciate that. Except at first I was like, excuse you. No, but, you know, he was offering. He's like, hey, what you have sounds like something I might have. Oh. You might want to look into this, you that's know? Awesome. So with that's really cool. Yeah. Again, like you, someone might be like, Ugh, that's unsolicited advice. Ugh, right. But what's really cool is when, again, this is someone coming respectfully, like, again, if you want to help someone, this is where you come respectfully or, and, or living by example is like, Hey, I just want to put this out there. Information. It's up to you to accept it or not. Right. Exactly. You know, so all you can do really is provide people with information. Yes, or and, an example. An example. And they can do with that what they will. Exactly. And you that's can't, up to them. You can't force them. You, you cannot, cannot force, force them. change. You can't. You change can't. happens no matter what, but you can't force it. Right. So this is when if you're a recovering control freak like me, <laughs> right. right, it is terrifying. The idea well, are you a control freak with other people too? Like, did you try to control like other people's actions? Oh, I do that. I I, I like playing. Well, game you're a teacher. Thrones. Yeah. And so. I like playing the game of thrones. I like to manipulate. But. Um, you know, I use my powers for good. Oh, hello, Lauren. Little finger Manzano. Basically. <laughs> I don't know if I would be little finger or Varys. I'm one of those. Um, if you don't know that, go watch seasons one through five, because after that, it got weird. Hello, Lauren. The mountain Manzano. No, I'm the spider. No, no, no. You're the mountain because you're an ass kicker. Oh, and and I'm pretty I'm sure zombie? I'm pretty sure if it came down to it, you can crush my skull with your bare hands. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a flashback. What's the movie where they like smash the? Is it Fifth Element where they smash the head in like the green? Right. <laughs> I think that's Scanners. No, I think it's Fifth Element. I'm gonna have to go check this. But anyways, Robin, go Robin, go my man. So, but anyways, the the moral of the story is, I'm sorry, <laughs> that's the. Moral. But you gotta, you know, make a choice for yourself. Whatever is best for your health and your recovery, and as long as you're in the right frame of mind, right? right? Like, 
if you're if in your mind you're like, oh, for my recovery, I need to go have heroin, right? Yeah, that might not be the that right might, thing to do. Go get some perspective, right? You're right. Um, this is when you ask that outside person, and it's like, hey, how am I doing, right? So, like, what are these good choices, <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe not. Is heroin really the answer? Right, but so you know. Do what's good for you. And again, that might mean leaving people by the wayside. Right. And hoping they ca- they catch back up or they join you back in your journey. That's the whole. But if they don't. You, no judgment. You can't do anything about that. Nothing on you. In no way, shape or form should you drop down and wait for them. Yes. They have, they have to, to meet level you. up. Right. You're, you're on an, an upward trajectory. Let you me can't put it slow this that way. down. I'm going to get this all nerdy. You just maxed out on experience points. Boom. Right? There it is. There right? it is. You want to be able to use those level six mage spells, right? Holy shit. Right. Now, when you said you wanna, nerded it up, do you want to really be able to mean. cast like fire arrows or whatever? Like you're not going to be able to do that if you don't push the level up button and move your XP around. Okay. I, and then memorize that to your mage book. I am still blown away. Like I've known you so long now and you're, you're, you're not, you're not a friend, Laura, like your family. Yeah. I am blown away how much of a fucking nerd you are. <laughs> like you're like the nerd queen. That's what you should be for Halloween. You should be the nerd queen. Like, I don't even know if that's a thing, but that should be a thing. It should just be you. Other people should dress as you, the nerd queen for Halloween. They should do that. So sweatpants, uh, uh, a uh, Marvel t-shirt and no makeup. While twerking. (laughs) Right? I think that's the perfect Halloween costume, guys. I'm teaching twerk next week. It's called put the boo in booty. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween twerk. That is hilarious. Yes. I think that's bootyful. Oh, right? I like that. Come on, that's like a little double entendre. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so like literally fo- focus on yourselves. You're going to be in a good place. People are going to, people, like minded people are going to be there with They'll you. They'll be attracted to you. You, you can't. And unfortunately, I say this all the time. I said this for years. Everybody grows. Unfortunately, most people grow apart. Oh, right. Does I was going to say dope? grow at different paces. Yeah. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, people grow apart. The hope is everybody grows together and gets to the same top of the mountain. Sometimes people don't want to, you know, work that. Some people don't want. <laughs> I was about to go science nerdy. I was like, oh, like entropy. Okay. So <laughs> I was like, ooh, I was like, should we take this over to science? Like the Big Bang, the way the universe is all separating apart. If we're talking about the Big Bang, we're going to talk about the Big Bang Theory. Oh, no, no, Kaylee no. Got... Cuoco. All right, guys, on that note. <laughs> so fine. When you're ready, you're, you might have to make a change. It might be of your own choice. It might be the universe, God, the world, circumstance is making you make a choice. Right. Um, try to choose what's going to help you grow, help you recover right. into you, the next version of yourself. Exactly. We're all growing. We're all yep. a, a work in progress. Mm-hmm. And, and choose something for you. Make sure you're in a good place because you can't help anybody if you're broken. You can't. Heroin. You, you, <laughs> you have to make sure you're good. Before you can help anyone else. It's like that thing. Like if you're starving and you have like your kids, you can't give the kids the last little bit of food because then you're going to starve and you're all going to die. You have to eat it. You have to have enough sustenance to go out and forage more food. So everybody lives. It's like when you're in the airplane and they say, secure your mask first. And exactly. Then help everyone because else. if you pass out, everyone's dead. <laughs> I, as, and on that horribly <laughs> depressing note. On that horribly accurate note, or if, as DJ Khaled would say, accurate. Oh, God. <laughs> I this has been awesome. This has been very helpful for me. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I think this is great. 
Um, so now, now, now we do our, our, our wine downs. Yes. A uh, big shout out to Avid, our sponsor and, um, you know, uh, making the sound amazing on Pro, Pro Tools. Tools. Y'all. What, what? Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. Wait, is that? Bra. Bra. Bo, bo. All right. And moving on from that. Thank you. And now. Yeah. I don't know why I got to making all of a sudden. Um, we went from re- well, reggaeton. Reggaeton. Okay. See, it kind of okay. all goes okay. together. So, uh, uh, you know, we are the, we, the neuro nerds. We are always here to help. Thanks to Patreon, guys, all of our supporters. All of our patrons on Patreon. Thank you guys so much. If y'all want behind the scenes, that's when, if you want to see the insanity that goes on in our very tiny, very hot room. It's very, very small right now. It is very hot. Um, We still have clothes on, so that's all good. (laughs) Because if I didn't, I'd be punched in the face. Oh, my God. No, Join Patreon, y'all. Yeah, join Patreon. We really appreciate the help, and and we we love you guys. We have, like, a bunch of amazing content for you guys, for our patrons on Patreon. Um, you know, a, a, a huge uh, thanks to Lauren for being so awesome and just being as inspiring as you are to me. I really mean that, oh, you know, and, and I, I adore you. Reach out to Lauren at Lauren El Manzano. Reach out to me, Joe So Rocks, everywhere. Yep. Reach out to the Neuro Nerds at the Neuro Nerds. Don't be afraid to make changes, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. And when I say reach out, I really mean that. There's several people that I've, I've been talking to over the last couple of weeks who are now my brain buddies. Let's all be brain buddies. Or just reach out on You So Rocks. You if can reach out. Part, the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. On the Facebook You So Rock forum. So you guys can start talking with one, one another and making like real true brain buddies. Like, let's make a difference, guys. Yeah, it might be a little less intimidating to reach out to them instead of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we have a tendency of being a lot. Yeah, <laughs> just a lot. Okay. So uh, thank you guys. We love you guys on that nerd. On that nerd. On that oh note. Oh, my God. I was like, that nerd is me. So uh, he's the neuro. I'm the nerd. Right, guys? <laughs> That works. That's perfect. It's like pinky in the brain. <laughs> on that note. Neuro, neuro nerds out. out. I don't even know the damn song. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.